welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Richard, and I'm your announcer. We are pleased to be using our one talent to the glory of God with a desire to grow our brothers and sisters in Holy Communion with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The truth is revealed in the growth of the podcast in 47 countries, as well as the encouraging comments and heartfelt questions you have all sent us. We thank you for listening and sharing your experiences in prayer. And now, we are very excited to announce our October surprise. Fred also has a celebration announcement. And speaking of our host, here he is now. My friend and yours, Fred. Glory to God in the highest for his eternal mercies. Thank you, Richard, for that introduction. And I am thankful for you as well, my friend, because you are a providence of God for this ministry. Your generous help, you share your time and your expertise, even your technical expertise. But most of all, I really do appreciate your encouragement over these years and That has helped the ministry to go on and grow as well. So I too want to add my humble appreciation for everyone who listens and has written in or encouraged me in one way or another and given suggestions on how to make the podcast a little bit better. We do appreciate that. It is our October surprise. And as you know, if you've been listening from the beginning, that my first experience with the wounds of a faithful friend, ignited my prayer life. After a year of not being able to pray, he came to me and in short said, in our vernacular these days, he said, prayer is a command. You've got to get over yourself and start praying. And that is indeed what kick-started my prayer life. It did take a long time to get my prayer life rolling, but what started it was that rebuke Prayer is a command, no matter what. And I would, I've said it many times in my life, I would that I had obeyed everything the way I obeyed this exhortation to prayer. But I didn't, and I still don't. So you can pray for me in that regard as well, if you ever think of it. And I read a little treatise recently that got me to thinking, one of the reasons that I don't emphasize prayer being a command like my frustrated and very patient mentor did many years ago. The reason I don't emphasize that it's a command is that by the time 2018 rolled around, when we started the podcast, prayer for me, even then, the most blessed part of my day. And I can't imagine, except in the most extreme circumstances, like being in the hospital, going without talking to the Father as I normally do. But I read recently a treatise, I've read it several times now, from J.C. Ryle, titled, A Call to Prayer. And I was humbly reminded of that rebuke so many years ago. Again, prayer is a command we need to obey. Now, Ryle lived and preached in the 18th century, so the tone of this treatise that we're going to go through is different from our sensibilities. You're going to hear that. But I do believe I have been doing, actually, for the last four years, a disservice to Christians who might, like I did at the time, need to hear that prayer is a command. And you might need to hear it in a more forceful voice 
And that's what you'll hear for the month of October. In our October surprise, we are going to go bit by bit through that treatise and talk about it a little bit and see that prayer is indeed a command. And at the same time, it comes with a great reward of encouragement and soul satisfaction that we talked about. So just as a reminder in this little introduction, thank you once again for listening. And just as a reminder, the motivation and the results of our prayer come together as we grow. And the highest motivation, the ultimate motivation, we called it. We'll talk about that at some point too. Prayer serves a dual purpose, the blessing of man and the glory of God. Billy Graham is the one who said that, and we know that that's true. Prayer also conforms us to his will. We've talked about that before, and R.C. Sproul puts it this way. Prayer does change things, all kinds of things, but the most important thing it changes is us. As we engage in this communion with God more deeply and come to know the one with whom we are speaking more intimately, that growing knowledge of God reveals to us all the more brilliantly who we are and our need to change in conformity to him. Prayer changes us profoundly. I love the way these godly men put it. Jeremiah Burroughs, the old Puritan, in the context of experiencing God, experiencing eternal life right now that we've talked about, John 17, 3, and this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. We can do that now through Bible study and prayer. Jeremiah Burroughs said this, Christian contentment is that sweet, inward, quiet, gracious frame of spirit which freely submits and delights in God's wise and fatherly disposal of every condition. And it is truly through prayer that we understand his wise and fatherly disposal of every season in our life. Lastly, Robert Murray McShane said, What a man is on his knees before God, that he is, and nothing more. And again, our exhortation Wherever you are in your prayer life, you will grow to that point where you're the point of your prayers and the reason you pray is God's glory. Those prayers will change us and conform us to his will and we will know that inward, quiet, gracious frame of spirit that we long for. We won't fully know it till heaven, but we can know it now in every condition. And even if you say, I'm a long way away, Pastor McShane, from being on my knees before God what I should be, you will grow into that as well. Thank you once again for listening. Now to the episode. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred. And I am the principal of the podcast. Again, I just love that uh, concept, that idea. And we are in our 10th day of our October surprise, taking prayer seriously, knowing, understanding that it's a commandment. And we have taken a few days away from J.C. Ryle's treatise on prayer. We will get back to that next time. But we're discussing right now our calls to that relationship, our calls to prayer in a devotional way, because it's a relationship with the Holy God of the universe. 
And so we've looked at a couple of passages that call us to pray. And then we've looked at a couple of passages in the last few days that call us into that relationship. And we're going to look, or actually this is the second one we're going to look at today. And it's again a famous one, and we've talked about it before. But I am just struck because before I started this podcast and until actually not very long ago, I didn't realize this was a call, how deep a call this is to our relationship with him. Thank you for being here. Thank you for celebrating our fifth year. If you don't mind, let's bow together in prayer. Heavenly Father, I do thank you and bless you for your beauty and your grace and the way that you teach our souls what's eternal and what's important and what's temporal and what's not important. Help us, Lord, follow your words. Help us to listen and take seriously everything that you teach us, especially today when you say, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. Sweet Jesus, the reality is that's all of us. No matter where our lives are at or where we are, holy God, that is all of us. I remember, holy God, the time that I had to look up for work, one of the richest men in the world, and as I looked at his life and his reason for doing some of the things that he did, which weren't sinful, they were just things he didn't really want to do. It was driven because he was weary and heavy laden. And we have sometimes, holy God, I have sometimes, especially me, the foolish notion that if I had a lot more money, I would have less burden. And you teach us in your word in abundance that that is not true. So help us, Lord, to seek you to call out to to you, and to have that true relationship with you that matters now most of all and in eternity, we will glory. We commit this time to you. We commit our hearts to take serious your call for your relationship with us. We would do it to the glory of God. We pray it in the name of Jesus because you said these things and then proved your desire by dying for us on the cross. Amen. Well, you've been hinted, I wasn't going to do that at the beginning, but you've been hinted at the passage we're looking at. It's Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, and we have talked about it before, and it's a beautiful passage, even from the beginning of our Christian lives, but it's a most beautiful passage to me right now when I realized in the context of prayer that he is calling us into that relationship. It's not a one-time thing. It is a salvation verse. It's a wonderful truth from God about salvation and calling people to salvation and what it means to have salvation. But it's just as much a call to us, a call to our souls, his children, as it is a call to salvation. He's calling us to that relationship with him. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's a description of this life on earth. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Again, burdens, our yokes in this fleshly life, another synonym for the lives we live. We are yoked with many things, but Jesus says, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. He's calling to us, brethren, learn from me. We learn from him in his word by his example. And again, believing him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. 
and loving him with the same. His gentleness, the psalmist says, makes us great. His humility, that's so needful to us, to be humble in heart. Humble people fight a lot less than proud people. Humble people exalt in foolish things a lot less than proud people. And that's where we find rest for our souls. He says, my yoke is easy and my load is light. You know why he has an easy yoke and a light load? It's because we are in a relationship with him and he bears our burdens. says that in the Psalms, you daily bear our burdens. And it says that in 1 Corinthians 13, that love bears the burdens of others. Oh, Lord Jesus, may we come to you in prayer and adoration, seeking you and to learn from you and to take on your yoke, lifted up actually by you, Holy Ghost, and carry it in the love of Christ to everyone we meet, especially of the beloved household of God. Deepen our relationship with you through our conversation and our communion and the reality of who you are, what you've done, who we are, and what we need. Make us most blessed in our conversation with you. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say it with me. Pray it with me. I must arise now and go about the city, in the streets, and in the squares. I must seek him whom my soul loves. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our Creator and our Redeemer. Beloved, let's pray for one another.